2: Good evening. (laughs) Never mind about doing that.
0: No, that's it. God damn it. it. Good. That
2: was it. Good evening, and welcome to this very special episode of Discographology. We are more of that, and normally we look at the catalog of a band one album at a time. Currently, that band is Heim. However, we are interrupting their discography to discuss something that has become a bit of an annual tradition around the more of that Clubhouse. Making Halloween mixes and trading them. So this started three years ago, I believe, when Logan and myself traded our mixes. Um, I'm trying to remember back to what that mix was about. Did yours have a theme three years ago, Logan? Do you um,
1: recall? I I'll talk more about themes in a, okay. in a bit, but uh, loosely, maybe. <laughs> It was, it was
2: Songs from the Lab, Volume 1, though, right? Yeah, the,
1: it's, it's more of a, a general approach that I take to the lab, I, so I'll explain that later, but go Yeah, ahead.
2: I, I guess I'm the only one that I think really sticks to a theme, but my, my theme three years ago, I believe, was uh, succubuses, it was like sleeping <laughs> paralysis I've, and demons. Succubi. Succubi. Incubi. And incubi. 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 I guess Succubus. It was Succubus or women, so it was specifically that. Incubi. But, uh, and then two years ago, or last year, I guess I should say, not two years ago, last year Blake joined in uh, with the tradition. And um, Blake, mm-hmm. do you do you recall anything about your mix last year? It had
0: a theme about uh, murder at, at Halloween dance parties. So there was a lot of, uh, I would call the theme loose at best. But I wanted thing things that were Halloweeny and dancy, and that's about it.
1: There was some criminal intent in there
0: as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, just that, some straight up pop music. That
1: Grimes banger. Ooh, that Kill
0: V Mame. That was a banger. It is.
2: And and by the way, for the the listeners that maybe want to hear some of this, uh, we'll we'll discuss where you can find that here in, in a little bit. Uh, then, uh, oh, my mix last year, I believe I went with werewolves. I, I for some reason, have just been yeah. sticking straight to certain you monsters. <laughs> You're working your way through the universal the, the, monsters. Yeah, to, to an <laughs> yeah. extent. There's not a lot of songs it's about like mum- mummies the or creatures from next Black year. Lagoons. Yeah. It's, uh, although there's, I have for several years been thinking about wanting to do like an alien UFO kind of one because I think, I think there actually Ooh. is enough out there. Um, although I do think the Venn diagram of like alien UFO related songs and songs about sleep paralysis that I did three years ago kind of cross over quite a bit because a lot of the songs I think that I would end up picking that weren't explicitly about aliens would probably just be sort of mm, about sleep mm, interesting, paralysis, interesting. basically. But there are some, you know, there are some specific songs about UFOs out there. Uh, so, so that brings us to this year. And for the first time this year, all four of us traded mixes, Matt. Got involved as well, off <laughs> and so <my> lazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what we're planning on discussing uh, tonight is those mixes. We're going to kind of go through and talk about how we put each of our mixes together. And uh, everybody has already heard them. We traded them a few days ago, and everybody's been giving them some listens. And I think we're going to just kind of discuss how we made them and what everybody thinks of the other person's mix. I believe. Does that sound good to everybody,
0: yeah, uh Josh, just a clarification how you didn't mention how long you have been doing it like by yourself?
2: yeah, well, how, I mean, I've been doing it for quite a while. I don't actually know how long that gets into a whole other thing ten about years mix-making. more than ten years, maybe around that, and that was because it started as something I did for. Um, my wife, by the way, the first one I ever made, I'm pretty sure I did put Monster Mash on there. Well, you <laughs> which have became kind to. of a joke because I, I think it's it was just right sort of, of like a, it was like a, yeah, yeah. I think the first one I was very much thinking like I'm just going to make a standard like what would be the Halloween hits. It was before I really came around to the idea of, of what we do kind of now, where I think all of us <laughs> go to our respective corners and
0: they really are dive very in, high concept,
2: yeah, dive into the like oh, this song maybe isn't exactly about this thing, but I I think it fits my idea of this mix, so... Yeah, that first one I did maybe ten years ago was pretty My
0: my first mix was last year and it had Monster Mash, but it was a bad cover of it. So <laughs> you know, it just Yeah, kind of no a, a the first, first mix I thing. made I
2: think was like Monster Mash and then maybe like Dead Kennedy's Thriller. Halloween, like the kind of very <laughs> traditional ones. Thriller, I'm sure, was on there. Oh, you know, it's oh, yeah. it's basically what you could go buy at the store, I think, as just like a Halloween mix. But that's not what these are. Uh, over the years, it's grown, and these like are I serious. said, this year all four of us have made them, and and we've really, I think, it takes a lot of time. When did you guys start yours for this year? Like, start planning it?
0: You want the real answer? Uh, <laughs> sure. Probably as soon as I gave you guys my Halloween mix last year. Probably like shortly after that. So sometime late twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I I didn't really get to I started collecting songs yeah uh, throughout the year and I didn't really get to work on sequencing and mixing and all that until uh a month or two ago.
3: I had a collection of songs that I I knew that I would want for at least 6 months, maybe even going back to uh to last year, but but really, you know, that was about half of it and then I kind of put the 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 second half together um, and got them sequenced over the last couple of weeks.
1: I started getting mine, compiling mine around mid-summer of this year, 2020.
2: Midsummer, Midsommar. Midsommar. <laughs> uh I, I I think I'm kind of like what you said, Blake, where I, I may have started collecting songs, but I didn't yeah. really have a cohesive theme until probably about mid-summer as well. That's when I, I kind of thought, okay, this is what I'm going to do this specific theme. And I think there's some songs that I'll talk about in there that really helped gel that theme for me. All right. So, uh, we ready to maybe dive into these? Definitely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Ooh. I am going to lead us off, I believe, and, and what we're going to do, by the way, uh, listeners, is as we kind of go through, we do have some sound clips queued up. We're going to sound like conservative talk radio, and we're going to say, uh, Blake, play clip one, play play clip two, that kind of thing uh, throughout to maybe give everybody kind of a sample. And then at the end, we'll talk about where you can listen to these yourselves. And if uh, you don't want to listen to this, uh, we'll be back to Heim next week. Uh, talking about their catalog <laughs> but you but should you, you should, should listen, listen to this though because this is we've spent a lot of blood sweat and tears on this yeah. well and more
1: importantly though it covers such a wide range of well-known artists and not so well-known artists that yeah. i think it, it, oh, yeah. it gives us a chance to talk about instead of just one band a ton of bands so i think that's kind of cool you that's
0: should listen great point you yeah. should
1: listen absolutely
2: yes yes didn't, didn't and to, to tons
0: of bands that I have never heard of in my life because my my horizons aren't that broad. So, yeah, this just like helps a, me. Blake's like
2: a little boy that we just took out and we've made into a man through our Halloween. That sounded really weird. That forced sound, him out into sound, the that sunlight. Sounded, it sounded like that.
1: normal in my head. We forced him out to the no, sunlight. I don't like that you at know all. what happens but... after that. I won't go <laughs> into it, but hey, we all know.
2: there you go. Hey, but... and you know what that happens to is Vampires. So I'll start us off with mine. My theme this year, I I titled it V is for Vampire after a specific song, and my theme this year was Vampires. And so my track one, I kicked it off with uh, a a mixture of things. So this is the first year where I actually edited things together. Uh, In previous years, I hadn't really done that. I just had sequenced things. Yeah, I know. So what I've done on this first track is... I took uh, a clip from a guy named Arch Obler. So Arch Obler. Who was is a, this dude? <laughs> Arch Obler is an old radio host. He hosted a, a show called Lights Out for several years. I believe in the 40s and 50s. It was a like a horror-themed, mystery-themed radio show. Very popular, apparently, at the time. And he also did some movies and stuff. But this particular clip I found is from a record he did in 1962, where it's just him telling stories I think in the vein of his radio show so and by the way when I say found it it's not like I found this digging through records that would be pretty sweet if I found that Um, (laughs) I I found it on YouTube and you can find the whole record on there if you would like but I I combined a little bit of Arch Obler telling a story at the very beginning of his uh, record with a song by a band called Shame. Shame is a British band and this is their song Dust on Trial from 2018. And um, I picked this song, and a few of my songs are like this. This is sort of my my idea of how to create a Halloween mix. Is I sometimes pick songs just purely on atmosphere rather than lyrical content. Um, and sometimes Same. it nicely overlaps, you know, where you've yep. got kind of an overlap. And this is one where I think the atmosphere is what grabbed me first. I, I heard this band just going through Spotify, I was linked from Idols, I believe, mm. and found Shame, and then listen, listened to a few of their songs, and this one struck me as having a good Halloween atmosphere. And the lyrical content kind of works, too. By the way, I wanted to point out something about this band. They have an EP titled Gone Fisting, which I just thought was the... <laughs> 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 I saw that That's on the a very old like, time. Gone Fisting. Uh, That's uh, interesting. So anyway, uh, uh, here in a second, Blake's going to play the first clip of mine. And what you're going to hear is the end of the Arch Obler story where he's having you imagine uh, that someone is creeping up behind you. And it goes into the beginning of the shame song, Dust on Trial. So, Blake, if you're ready, go ahead and play clip one. All right, clip one. Here we go.
1: I was looking in the (laughs) lab. Shit, shit, wrong. Shit shit. shit.
0: My bad, my bad. I'm Almost smell it, can't you not? Don't turn. It's putting out
2: its hand toward your neck. Skeleton hands reaching for your neck. Touching your (laughs) neck. I dig that. Yeah. Sorry if I uh, blew your speakers out with that scream. By the way, <laughs> that, no, that's, did you add the scream? No. So that that scream is on the Arch Obler one uh, okay. as sort of, and then it has a big like gong sound, and then that creeping yeah. up like kind of staticky sound is the beginning of the shame song, um, ah. and just perfectly kind of worked out when I put those Weird. together. So that's my first track. You, know, you guys have any uh, thoughts on that, or? Oh, it's a really good song. I have a question for the group. What's your question? Yeah, it is a good song. My
0: question is, did anyone listen in the way Arch Obler intended with her back to uh, a <laughs> pair of loudspeakers? Because I, I wanted to. Did anyone actually do this? I, no. I was in the car. I'd, yeah,
2: I was, I was too. To.
0: Shit. I need to do I, this later. But the idea is that you have your back turned to the speakers and he's talking like something's creeping up behind you and you're not allowed to look back.
2: Yeah. I Well, and I, I loved using it as the intro because... It's it's talks about it being an introduction, you know, and and I think yeah, that's a yeah. great way to start with him saying, especially how he starts by saying in a terrible time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm hor- I was going to horr- say that. You. I was like, yeah, that fits our time right. He's now.
0: like, it's a horrible world and a horrible time, and I'm supposed to scare you, and I'm like, damn, this MF spitting. <laughs>
2: I, uh, okay, my second track. Oh, 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 is, I, oh Go ahead, <laughs> Logan. What were you going to say? Uh,
1: I I really liked it. I definitely want to hear more of this band, and it kind of made me think of a tamer, gothier. These arms are. Oh, yeah.
2: I've actually never really listened to These Arms Are Snakes. Neither uh, I. I know they well. They mm, they've played in, in our we might just a few have times. to. Uh, we're pretty popular back in the day. Do something about really that sometime. <laughs> I will give him a shot, maybe. Uh,
0: We've been missing out, but we're not here to talk about snakes. We're here to talk about vampires.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, oh, by the way, that first song has nothing to do with vampires. Uh, it just it kind of uh, <laughs> a- atmospherically fit. And uh, I was and wondering it's about that creepy sounding. The second song, likewise, is another British band. Twenty eighteen. The band is Drool. The song is Fun. Uh, another one I think I found via the same way, just kind of on Spotify trolling around and found it, and it uh. It works out as a, a kind of follow-up. It, it's it's a one that gives me more Halloween kind of vibes, fun Halloween vibes, than it does more spookiness necessarily. Um, and uh, do anybody have any thoughts on that one, or are you going to go ahead and just keep going? I think you can just
0: keep I, going. I like I liked it, that's yeah. all.
2: Okay. Never heard of them. Uh, the third the track man. then, I picked an old Tom Waits song called Clap Hands from his... 1985 album Rain Dogs. Uh, this song, I didn't again necessarily find anything in it that was lyrically like, oh, this is about vampires or, you know, anything like that. It's just, it gives, a, it has a very good ambiance of spookiness, um, as a lot of Tom Waits stuff does. Yeah. I think. It's
0: hard to find a Tom Waits song that, that's like not at least a little bit spooky it's, or disturbing.
2: Yeah. He's like Nick Cave in that regards. Nick Cave is yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. the, you know, the person that. Although I've I've noticed, I don't think any of us have. Oh no, th- there was a Nick Cave on Logan's mix last year. I was gonna yeah, say, fucking, I there think, is a light, right? Yeah, uh, from no, Batman on the Forever,
1: fr- uh, first year, I think in the Hell oh yes, volume one. But yeah, no, I I share the sentiment of Nick Cave because. I'll be honest here. I've never really entered the Waits verse, uh, but I tend to lump Leonard Cohen, Tom Waits, and Nick Cave all in what I call a genre of gentleman gothville blues. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: it's like these old vampire-like weirdos that played in dust bowl yeah. vaudeville shows and smoked themselves to death while looking classy as fuck. You know. That being said, it's it's an interesting <laughs> song. Uh, I liked it, but that's that's kind of what it brings my mind to.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, weirdly enough, Tom Waits, uh, as you may know, in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the movie that Francis Ford Coppola did, Tom Waits plays Renfield, the yeah. the person that helps Dracula get all set up in London. I'm more familiar with his
3: it. I'm more familiar with his work from Mystery Men. <laughs> is he in <laughs> he mystery men? He is indeed uh, in mystery
0: I, men. I liked him in uh, Mr. Magorium's Wonder... What? I can't remember. No, yeah. that wasn't
2: it. Never mind. But he does have a Dracula <laughs> connection, so that works out. Uh, my track four, then, was Talking Heads' song, Air, which is from Fear of Music, their 1979 album. And I've actually put a song from this album on a previous mix. I put Memories Can't Wait... Um, on a previous mix, because uh, from what I understand, memories can't wait is sort of about a killer, like the way a killer is thinking. Wait, uh, a psycho killer? <laughs> a psycho killer? Well, there is si- that might have been in my first year Halloween wait. mix, actually. Kiss Kiss uh, But th- this one, uh, f- I- I've heard that Fear of Music started out as David Byrne sort of wanting to do a concept album of a bunch of different stuff you could be afraid of. And so a lot of the songs have that one-word title to kind of give you that idea, and this one is about being afraid of the air, which I think is very apropos for our current. It can hurt you, you know. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but it also Uh, has, I think, a fun Halloween vibe. The the, the little keyboard and everything reminds me of like a Halloween kind of song. Yeah,
0: interesting that there's more than one song from Fear of Music on tonight's mixes.
2: There is, yeah. That's
1: another uh, another another overlap. uh, um no I I've, I've heard the song before um I I really I enjoy that one quite a bit so yeah it was definitely one I was stoked on hearing
2: Yeah it, I just I don't know there's something about that keyboard at the beginning that just struck me as Halloween like and then when the the other parts come in kind of when he starts singing the kind of backup synth parts very spooky sounding Um mm-hmm. all right my my five then was a clip uh from the movie Lost Boys and it was a clip of the Frog Brothers, which was Corey Feldman and some other actor I've never remembered the name of. I don't know if he did Corey much else. Oh, you remember his name? What was it? Corey Heim. That's no, it's heim. Corey Feldman and another guy <laughs> talking to Corey Heim. Uh, Corey Heim. Uh, I made you say hi. I know, but uh, they're they're talking about his you know his brother. Yeah, it's, it was a nice little clip. Uh, watched Lost Boys recently. It fits the vampire theme. Uh, my track six then a uh, car seat headrest actually a song from twenty twenty called Deadlines, um, which I thought had a good kind of creepy vibe and was sort of I don't know, not explicitly obviously about vampires but did mention like blood and that kind of thing. Uh, Have anybody ever listened to Car Seat Headrest in, uh, before? No, this no, was my first
1: not. one. Sounded kind of a uh, Strokes ish. Mm. It was strokes, strokes-ish and interpolish, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, yeah it, it wasn't bad at all.
2: Not bad, not bad. He uh, is a pretty good singer-songwriter. I've never gotten really into him, but but this one, I'd list. I was listening to his new album came out this year, and that that one struck me as being a good Halloween one. Uh, track seven, then, is the one that I swore Blake, you and yeah. I were going to cross over on. Josh,
0: I thought it was a different one, and maybe later. We don't have to say it now, but yeah. do you know the one on yes, mine yes. that I thought it was going to be? Okay. Yes. Interesting. Uh, so th- Very interesting.
2: Track seven is Haley Williams' Creepin', which is from her album that came out this year. And I swore we'd cross over because uh, Well, blat- I didn't even think of it. You didn't, the, Literally, the lyrics are about a vampire. <laughs> I know, like- but my look, yours is about
0: vampires, not mine.
2: I don't know, I, this was I, one it, it that— just, I had early on. I, I put this on here when the album came out, and I was like, "This is gonna be perfect." <laughs> it kind of led me down the road towards vampires, actually, because of all the lyrics yeah. about it.
0: For some reason, it just didn't it it didn't uh,
3: cross my mind. But it's a, it, it works well on yours. It's the yeah. it's the vampire song that you have to kill to kill all the other vampire songs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Does she uh, say vampire babies in it? Because I thought she said vampire yeah. babies, and then I started thinking about like vampiric Muppet babies and then I went down that
3: road
2: so <laughs> Vampire <You know>. babies <laughs> Exactly
0: <talking laughs> yeah. Would
2: would vampire babies <laughs> remain babies forever? Like you know how in the Anne Rice yes. kind of world it's like whatever age you are that's the age that, you are. That's
3: like every world The Clear Danes principle
2: So that, that was one where it kind of led me down the road to vampires but my track 8 is one that I was sort of the one that started to gel this for me when I found this song. I got really excited. It's by a, another British band that I found via going through the Spotify page of Idols. Just happened to stumble across it. The band is called HMLTD. <laughs> HTML Limited or something. I don't shit. know if what that stands for, but the song is called Satan, Luella, and I. And, Does it stand you know, for so, uh,
1: he, he Might Love the Devil?
2: Ooh, Whoa! Ooh, that's, that's, that's like some impl- ghost-level stuff.
3: There. That's pretty good.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's amazing. But the song doesn't necessarily have anything to do with vampires, <laughs> but it's, it's got some lyrics that are somewhat spooky. But the main I mean, reason I Satan? liked it was because of the music, which I thought was just Halloween music to a T. So, Blake, if you can play clip two, this is an excerpt from Satan, Llewell, and I by HMLTD.
0: All right, clip two, and I'm not going to do Monster Mash. We've
2: been up and down these hills. We found ourselves in different pills. And I met Satan in a cheap motel. She talked at length about Orson Welles. <laughs> you were washed up on the shore.
3: Lamb's blood.
0: has some biblical horror going on. Yeah,
2: I just, the way it comes in there, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, that's great musically. Uh, what, what did you guys think of it? was a very strange song. What were your thoughts on this one?
1: It had a very uh, Danny was... Elfman, Oingo Boingo kind of vibe, which <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thought was yep. cool. Um, the piano and synth part uh, that was kind of isolated at that one part, it was really nice. Also, um, later in the song, like, I love how later in the song it kind of picks it up and it goes into this almost Oingo Boingo-esque, you know, strange yeah. song. But there's also some Depeche Mode vibes with those, like, personal Jesus guitars. Like, there's a guitar part that kind of nice. sounds yeah. like personal Jesus uh, tone to me and makes me think of that. So I, I really liked it.
3: Yeah, I, I like the Spaghetti Western uh, guitars there at <laughs> the intro. That
2: Yeah. I, I was Blake did you there's a lyric I didn't know if anybody was like <laughs> raising an eyebrow at because there is one part where he says something about one orgasm is never enough and I'm <laughs> yeah. like I don't know
0: what Oh, he, oh know my eyebrow about. raised that's, that's
1: kind of weird <laughs>
0: my
2: eyebrows
1: went right off <laughs> yeah. my head actually I mean oh, I, yeah. I
2: guess in a way it fits with you know vampires sometimes are depicted in sort of erotic ways so maybe it kind of fits with that I don't know thanks Josh uh, but- for making
1: us feel erotic <sighs>
2: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of erotic (laughs) vampires, uh, the next track, track nine, is a (laughs) movie trailer. I I sometimes like to throw these old movie trailers on here. Uh, This one is for a movie called The Return of Count Yorga, which I'll be honest, I have never seen nor heard of. I just was looking at old vampire movie trailers on YouTube and saw this one. And sometimes you find those trailers and it's just a lot of like action scenes. And so it's not very good for audio. But this one had some moments where the person was saying things about, you know, do you think vampires can love and that kind of stuff? And I was like, can they give a a
0: regular kiss?
2: (laughs) It'll work in an audio medium. I did look this movie up. It's 1971 and it was Craig T. Nelson's first movie. Holy shit. I've seen it. Really? Really? Was he Count Yorga? I, I, yeah. So, Logan, what? you have seen this. Do you want to explain anything about Count Yorga uh, oh, or I'm anything not a, to say about it? N- no, nothing remarkable. It's a, It wasn't great, I thought. By the way, I should have said, I, I think if from this point onwards, all the songs do relate to vampires in some way. I sort of <laughs> put all God. my non-vampire ones near the, the top. And uh, that gets us to track 10, which is a band that I'm guessing most of us, except I'm going to say maybe Logan, I feel like Logan might have already listened to this, but uh, is is only familiar with this band from their one hit, uh, When Worlds Collide, but Power Man 5000. And the song is V is for Vampire, which gives the title for my mix. And I found this one purely through looking for songs about vampires. And this came up and I listened to it. and I thought this is pretty fun. I'm going to put this on here. So, uh, Blake, if you want to play clip three, this is... Powerman 5000's 2009 song, Vias for Vampire. 2009?
0: Yeah, this could have been yeah. like this, the same year as the <laughs> world's collide. <laughs> they weren't changing and I much. wouldn't have. <laughs> no, it's out. Here it goes.
3: Nobody loves you when your skin is so pale and your teeth are getting out in your black friggin' nails. Nobody needs you when your eyes turn day can keep you up all night because me is for vampire i is for blood so give me your money i give you my love B is for vampire
0: can i can i state the painfully obvious yes just radiating marilyn manson vibes <laughs> definitely i yeah i almost wrote a book about that right? but
1: i won't bore you with it
2: Yeah, well, and so I I was most interested to hear, Logan, what you you thought about this, because this was one where I put it on here and I was like, am I kind of a poser? Because I really don't know Power Man 5000. And this seems like a song that I just thought, like, I wonder if Logan has heard this song before, because... Uh, I like it. I mean, I think it's good. I wouldn't have put it on here if I didn't think it was good. But I just, yeah. I did. I kind of felt like maybe I was, I was creeping a little bit into Logan your, your territory uh, with this one. But had you heard this song before? I had not. Um, I listened to yours the
1: first time blindly, and I thought, I'm like, oh, that's Marilyn Manson. I'm like, but what is this? This isn't off any of his albums. <laughs> And I thought, oh, maybe he's singing for the Hollywood vampires, like with like Alice Cooper and Depp Death, and, you know whoever else, and i but then I looked at him. I'm like, this is power man five thousand I'm like, they're still around. is this a, like are they still making music <laughs> uh but I know that you know the singers spider zombie uh, well, it's probably not spider zombie, but you know it's it's little little Rob's <laughs> you know brother
2: uh. From, you know. Please, spider zombie was my father. Call me. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a <laughs>
1: call me It's zombie. a headbanger for sure. Like uh, I really, other than you know the Marilyn Manson vibes, I definitely appreciate it. It just reminded me something off of like Heaven Upside Down, that kind of vibe. But it was really good. I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I thought it was catchy. I, I mean, it was fun and catchy, and yeah. it was on the nose, obviously for vampires. But uh, yeah, you know, you know, I think who, it. Who cares? I well.
1: think it was great as being a title I'm... track to your uh, mix as well. I yeah. think that really was yeah. the stand one I of the standouts that for too. me. So, really ties it together.
0: It was it was one of the more even though this isn't my well I don't know <laughs> I like some things like this, and it, it was it was one of the more fun. <laughs> fun things on here for me (laughs) against all against all odds um uh, but uh if all their songs do indeed sound just like this i might get bored with them kind of (laughs) quickly
2: yeah a whole album of power so (laughs) track 11 is from a band called twilight singers the song is my time has come this was one i found because apparently it's about vampires and and if you look at the lyrics it kind of talks about um a person um desiring to bite someone again and like drain their blood. Uh, but this band is apparently the side project of the lead singer of the Afghan wigs, Greg Doley. So if you've ever heard the Afghan wigs, this is the band he did, uh, as a side project. And this is their song from 2006. Um, you may have any thoughts on that one before. I Wait a minute. Twilight singers, twilight singers.
0: Twilight is a book about a vampire.
2: Done. What? I actually didn't put that together until you just said that. <laughs> and that's where it all comes together. Yeah. It's locking <laughs> in. Now, go ahead. Um maybe so no other thoughts before we move on?
0: No, my only thought was Twilight is a book about a vampire. Okay.
2: <laughs> so track twelve uh <laughs> is another band I've put on mixes before, Cage the Elephant. I I put their song Broken Boy. I actually heard this when I was in uh, a vintage stock playing over the speakers, and I heard him say something about vampires, and my ears perked up. (laughs) And so I went home and and looked it up, and I was like, oh, it's from the same album that I put a song on a previous year's Halloween mix. Uh, It's from their 2019 album. Did it have the Salem's Lot thing? No, it did not. So, yeah, I I edited a a clip from Salem's Lot at the beginning, probably the most famous scene from Salem's Lot, the 1979 Toby Hooper uh, Stephen King adaptation. It's the scene when the main vampire shows up and his familiar is there and talking about, you know, trying to get a priest to stay away and not attack them. And it just worked out perfectly where I clipped it for fitting the beginning of that cage the yeah. elephant song.
1: Oh, I know. I, uh, I, 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 I I did that uh on last year my last year's mix wink wink. I did see you what you're clip? doing, Josh. I was like, "Hey.
2: You put Did you seriously?
1: Oh, was that the same? Did yeah. you
2: seriously put that clip on last year's? Yeah. Oh god damn oh, it. Oh damn, dude. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> I thought I totally forgotten I that. I was like, "Hey, yeah. wait a minute." Oh <laughs> man, I feel that sucks. I didn't I didn't realize that. I I actually watched that miniseries for the first time this summer, and I was like, I'm going to put this clip on here, because this will work. I really it, totally forgot that you would is put it that it from there. the
1: uh, the original uh, miniseries, or the yeah. one with uh, uh, Rob Lowe?
2: No, no, not that one. I've never seen I've that one. I've never this seen that one This is from the 79 Toby Hooper one, yeah. Man, I didn't realize. It is, a, by the way, Hang a on. great clip. Oh, yeah. It's the back shaman back priest uh yeah it, it works perfectly I just thought they well, put it okay, at, I uh, I
1: thought they put it cage the elephant put it on there I was like huh
2: No I did I I must have subconsciously actually just like thought about it uh speaking of things I've done before that have been done before my track 13, then, is Radiohead's song We Suck Young Blood, which I have put on a mm. Halloween mix in years prior, uh, but it's Ooh, such a cheating. perfect song for a vampire yeah, too mix. Too perfect. You got to put it on, you know? Is that from Hail to the Thief? Yes. Yes.
0: I, I hadn't heard that song in a very long time, and I was like, hey.
3: I considered this one for my mix as well. Uh, I didn't end up putting it on there, and I'd forgotten that you'd put one on on a previous mix, but uh, th- this one, this one... Was, was in my thoughts as well, because it is yeah very creepy. I thought rock. it was
0: interesting that we both did a Radiohead uh, yeah. song, Josh, but, but two very different
1: ones.
2: Yeah. Then uh, I had a clip from a British talk show talking to somebody who claimed to be a real vampire. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was funny. That was funny. My...
2: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to find something kind of like real or or news related, and, and that was the closest I could get. Um, I'm going to kind of hit on a couple of the next ones and, and then get to the next clip. So my 15 was the band Helium, which was Mary Timoney's band she had in 1994. She went on to be in Wild Flag with uh, um, the names, Carrie Brownstein from slater Kenny. Yeah. But this was her, her 90s mm. band Helium, the song Baby Vampire Made Me. Oh,
1: baby vampires baby, again. Baby vampires again. Baby Vampies! Baby v- <laughs>
2: <laughs> My, uh, It was just two
1: fangs on the end of Gonzo's nose. <laughs>
2: My uh my track sixteen then is the band Rocket from the Crypt, their song I Drink Blood, and I actually edited a clip from Fright Night at the end of this one because I decided I didn't want to edit another movie clip to the beginning of a, a song. I was um, pumped so to hear this the song. end this time.
1: I, I it's been yeah, a while so since I, I'd heard this one.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like you you'd probably be pretty familiar with Rocket from the Crypt. I've honestly never listened to them beyond this. This was my first time listening to Rocket from the Crypt. So you didn't use that Fright Night clip before, had you? Nope. No fright. Okay. No Fright Nights. So this gets us to seventeen, which this is weird. Is is maybe weird, but I, I kind of like it. So it's a cover uh, of the song Possum Kingdom. And St. Vincent is doing the cover. And you want to play a quick clip of that real quick, Blake? It's clip four, and then I'll talk about why I did that.
0: Should I say it's a Toadies cover? It's a
2: cover of, yeah. Everybody knows this song. Just this is a Not cover. everybody. Well, I,
0: had to, I, I knew it sounded familiar, and I was like, why can't I place this? And Jessica had to tell me later it was Toadies. Anyway,
3: here it goes.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm not be a gentleman behind the boathouse. I'll show you my dark
0: secret.
2: So here's why I put that on there. I was looking around for songs about vampires, and there's a theory that that song is about a vampire. Because it's all about you know showing someone their dark secret and thought it was about a murderer. They'll stay as beautiful with dark hair forever. I figured I mean, it's not really clear, but it is sort of like you could read it as being about a vampire. The whole idea of like making someone immortal when they're talking about you'll be you know you'll stay as beautiful as you are, black hair forever. I didn't want to put the toadies version because I feel like that was the one everyone knows, and I was like, Mm -hmm. I need to find a cover of this that would be. That would work. And that St. Vincent cover, best- other than it being live, I didn't love that it was live. I, I like her voice. I think her voice is, is really cool um, and sounds really good on this song. So that's why I, I did that one. So I know it seems strange, but uh, I don't know. I thought it kind of worked. I like it. It works. Uh, then I had a clip from the movie What We Do in the Shadows, which is a great yes. movie if you've never seen it.
0: And the show. I, oh, we so may weird. watch that this weekend
2: a mockumentary about vampires have you uh, seen the
0: show josh i have
2: seen the show i love the show so well.
3: good it's all so good is jermaine clement in the, movie, in the movie yeah he
2: plays the he oh. plays the sort of uh, uh dracula uh, from the you know 1400s sort of vampire sexy
0: sexy dracula yeah uh,
2: the best part with him is when they're talking about needing to clean the house and he's like why don't we just get a slave and they're like <laughs> that's not that's not cool anymore man you can't do that <laughs> So then, uh, track nineteen. Uh, I want to talk about real quick. So this is a song called "The Vampire" by a guy named Orvin Yos, and I found this one again. Songs about vampires, but the thing about this is supposedly this is the first song that was ever explicitly about vampires. What? That's what I, I, I read somewhere that it was ex- the first song that explicitly was like written about vampires it's, and it
0: sounds super old well How old and here's is the
2: thing it's from the 50s apparently there are only 245s of this song in existence and so oh every God. version i found oh of this sounded the quality Do, that you heard <laughs> yeah does
3: harry shearer have one of them next to his copy <laughs> of the day the clown cried
2: uh but that's clip five you want to play that real quick blake
3: Nighttime covers the city,
2: and the rain is coming down. There's death all around us, and over there, a body found.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the hollering. <laughs> <laughs> That's werewolf noises, though. There's people moving. I can't tell if it's, like, intentional uh, howling wind sound effects or if it's noise.
2: I don't know. Um,
3: Either way, I think it works. It's it's
2: creepy. By the way, uh, I looked on Discogs. You can pick this up for about $80, uh, although no one has sold one since 2018, and there's only two, like I said, so... Okay. Know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, true story. I was playing this mix in the car, and my daughter got really scared of that song and told me to turn it off. <laughs> so <laughs> she said, "Put Power Man Five Thousand back on." <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll I'll wrap up real quick. Uh, hang on, hang oh, on. Can ahead. I say that yeah.
0: the, the th- what stood out to me about Orv and Yo's at the end? You hear like the sound of some murders, and he's like. I tried to warn (laughs) him.
2: I, by the way, could not find any information on that guy. Like, couldn't find anything about him. I have no idea who he is. I don't know. Uh, My my track 20 is uh, Concrete Blonde, the song Bloodletting, which is, I think, specifically about sort of an Anne Rice vampire book, all the lyrics about New Orleans. Uh, This is, by the way, one that I feel like is kind of a, a Halloween classic. It's on several Halloween compilations and that kind of thing. Then uh, my track 21 is a band we've talked about, Meat Puppets. Their song Vampires Winged Fantasy, and I mixed it a little bit with a clip of Anthony Hopkins talking from Dracula, and that is clip six, if you want to play that real quickly. Blake? Okay.
1: She lives beyond the grace of God, a wanderer in the outer darkness. She is vampire, Nosferatu. These creatures do not die like the bee after the first sting, but instead grow strong and become immortal once infected by another Nosferatu. So, my friends, we fight not one beast, but legions that go on age after age after age. Feeding on the blood of the living. Now this is some uh, meat puppets I can get behind. Uh, I was I was pretty (laughs) pumped about. When did meat puppets
0: start
2: sounding like? Yeah,
1: I was like, oh, this is this is different from what I've heard. This
2: is from uh, 2019. Uh, I I found this one from just searching searching the word vampire. (laughs) <laughs> and I, and this is like the only song with the word vampire, so I was like, okay, go with this one, uh, and it fit. I would have guessed early
0: track. '90s or something.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, 2019. I guess still still out there. Uh, have they switched
0: out members and stuff like singers? Or?
2: I think it's the same two brothers. The whole they time. do not
0: sound like the 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 Meat Puppets of they, yours. They've learned to
2: sing. Um, <laughs> then my track 23 and my, is a clip from an old. Uh, Halloween record with Dracula talking about, you know, how he's always going to be there. And it's my last clip, and I chose it because I love how Dracula just apparently can't stop saying goodbye in the clip. Like, he just keeps saying <laughs> bye. Like, so, play. He's the bad day. Play clip seven, it's the last one, and, and uh, you'll hear what I'm talking about. Dracula just can't let go. No matter
3: where you are, Count Dracula will come for you.
2: <laughs>
0: you think he's flying away?
2: <laughs>
0: you want to invite me up or
3: Until some midnight. <laughs> You've heard of the Midwest goodbye. This is the Transylvanian <laughs> goodbye. I just
2: think it's funny. He's still yelling while he's flying away. Like I'll be yeah. back. <laughs> I forgot my phone. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's really hard to find Halloween endings. I feel like I feel like i easier. It's easier to find like the beginning stuff, like clips oh, yeah. that explicitly are about like goodbye. For some reason, it's it's trickier uh and then my last track just to put a fun one i ended with Zacherly, the the old uh horror movie host his song the bat and and that that rounds out my mix can i
0: can i say my thought on this one yep oh i want to know what which came first this or monster mash because it sounds like a monster mash knockoff
1: oh yeah he's definitely i think he's definitely going for that vibe uh for sure but uh the way that he does it is so like, oh,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the, do the bad. you can do the it. it bad.
1: Just like, oh, Zachary's getting all, uh, I don't know. He's making me feel uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's like really weird stuff like, uh, I'll take you out flying, but I'll be coming back. You won't. <laughs>
2: it's
0: like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> true schlock master and then you've got a you've got a great secret track
2: i i did put a little secret track of, of bobby boris pickett doing a, a radio station uh plug i guess is what it is but uh i, I just put that <laughs> i wish there we for had fun it, thought it was funny it's funny
0: that he like goes back and forth between normal person voice and his like put on voice, and then he brings in Igor into the mix.
2: Yeah, that that is my favorite part. How he's like doing the voice and he's like, "Hi, this is Bobby <laughs> Boris Pickett."
1: <laughs> well, Josh, it like it's a drug PSA. Well, Josh, I'd like to say uh, I think your mix was very consistent uh, when it comes to your tastes and themes and your mixes and uh, the bells and whistles that you did. Um, I think you, you balanced it with great audio dialogues with the creepy, but mostly up, upbeat tunes of vampirism. And uh, Josh is definitely, as we said, a veteran mix maker and seeker of new music. So uh, I don't know. Are we doing bangers and such? I did I did have a banger. Uh, we can choose a banger. My, my, right. my banger was definitely the, the V is for vampire. Banger, banger. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, sorry, sorry. my don't, my yeah. don't sleep is uh, probably either the Shame band or the HML TD. Uh, I couldn't. I, I liked both of those quite a bit. Um, I I didn't skip any of your guys' songs at all. So and I and I listened to them several times and didn't skip any on the subsequent times that I listened. Um, the only one that I I was kind of like didn't really kind of get into was the Helium song. I um I don't yeah. know that that one was. Yeah. Um but I, if I had to cover one I'd probably pick Cage the Elephant. I think this is the maybe second song that you've put on Cage the Elephant song you put on a mix yes. so far and I've really liked both songs so I I think I need to get into them at some point. So those were my thoughts. Good job.
2: Cool. Um so uh next up uh by the way I, I, well, I think hint, if I had to pick a Does cover, anyone
0: else it, have a anyone, banger? Yeah. yeah I, Either Power Man 5000, V is for Vampire, might be the banger. Um, it was That was neck and neck with... Uh, shit, maybe that is... <laughs> that That's seems the like most such a silly one. pick.
1: But I mean... Josh, what's your banger? Do you have a banger I, of...
2: I, I, I don't know if I have a banger necessarily. I was going to say, if I had to pick a cover, it would probably be that Orvin Yo's song, because... You know, no one knows it and it needs an update. So, uh, we could do an updated version of, of the vampire with, you know, doing the, I tried to warn him.
3: <laughs> Matt, you got a banger? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely. Yeah, well I think I would agree that that the banger is is uh the, the Power Man 5000 but I I'm glad I didn't sleep on that Tom Waits. Oh. I I really enjoyed that track. I thought I thought it was great. Uh also um the shame the shame track. I could have sworn that was a long lost Fugazi song. Oh, that that was the vibe hear, that I, I could was hear getting. That. But um but no I I, I was uh, uh really glad to hear that Tom Waits song.
2: Yeah uh by the way, check out that album, Rain Dogs, if you haven't. It's pretty good. It has the song Downtown Train, which Rod Stewart covered and made a hit <laughs> which is really bizarre. Um if you hear the Tom Waits version and then the Rod Stewart version. Are we are we ready to move on or
1: Sure.
3: Yeah, we yeah, can I think we, I think we can cool. move on. So uh Keep
2: Matt it going. I, I think you're gonna go next, yes.
3: All right. Well and um uh, like I said, I, I've been you know kind of thinking about and and preparing for this in in stages pretty much since since last halloween and there's there's several songs that have been around since then and several that just kind of came to me um as I was wrapping everything up um the first song is one that i'm i'm sure you guys recognized from the context that made it creepy. But, but I think, you know, and and it's hard to separate that uh, from the song itself, but it's, it's a Johnny Mathis, wonderful, wonderful, which is uh, famously in uh, an episode of the X-Files called home. That's, you know, uh, on a lot of lists of like the the scariest uh, X-Files episode. Uh, But to me, it's just kind of got that, that, uh, that uncanny Valley, uh, that surreal quality that, 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 that's, kind of unsettling um you know but but it's it's a uh uh you know late i think it was 1958 um pop song uh if you want to go ahead and drop the clip in here Blake we yeah. can kind of set the tone here i feel the
2: glow of your unspoken love
0: I didn't. I didn't think Halloween right away, but I. I, I didn't realize the X Files. Oh
1: yeah, action. yeah. I definitely. As soon as I heard that opening song, I was like, "Oh, home!" <laughs> and I just instantly thought about being completely <laughs> terrified of that episode <laughs> and hearing that song during the scene that it played. It's just like, I mean, I think e- even though the murder is like the most one of the most horrific scenes in in that opening segment with that song it still gets me every time he siphons that gas out of the the old car yeah. or oh, whatever yeah, and the gas. spits it out like Ugh. Ugh. i don't i think that happens during by the scene, way to, but
2: to, to give give a little context uh the song plays over a mostly uh wordless scene where a family of incestuous mutants basically go <laughs> beat up uh beat to death a uh is she pregnant is it a pregnant woman or just a I think it's just the husband it's, and it's the sheriff and, the his, sheriff wife. and his wife. They yep. bludgeon them to death while that song plays, and it's uh, yeah, it's something. It's rough. This was network band. TV. It was ball. band.
1: <laughs> it was.
0: It,
3: it, I think they. <laughs> they oh, never. Wow.
2: Yeah, they stopped playing it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh,
3: yeah. All right. So you know, kind of got the scene set with that, and uh, wanted to wanted to take the creep factor a little bit down. Um, my second track is uh, by the Pretenders. And it's my city was gone, which um, I, the first time I heard this, I heard it on the radio, and I said, "Hey, this is kind of a cool song." And I was in the car with my dad. I was a kid, and uh, evidently, this is Rush Limbaugh's intro music. Which you <laughs> oh know, my there's, god,
0: terrible There's nothing scarier than
3: there's nothing scarier than than Rush Limbaugh. So so it's got that going for it, but also uh, just kind of you know that that feeling of, of coming back to your hometown and everything's changed and you know it's just kind of unsettling uh so that, that that's kind of what what i was thinking with that um do, do you guys have, have thoughts on that yeah that, you know uh, taking that place it kind of took
1: me like my mind went to almost like a an apocalyptic setting where it's like coming back to your town and it's gone and and I thought that fit in well with the the title of your mix, which is "In
3: Case of Emergency." Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. I should have mentioned that before. In case <laughs> of
1: emergency, so I thought that kind of played into that apocalyptic setting, and um, so yeah, I I like that one.
0: Is there an overarching theme? Speaking of the title uh, and all, to to the m- whole mix,
1: Matt. Can I take a stab at it before you you uh, say exactly what the theme is? Please do. If that's okay. So I yes, please, I kind please of do. wrote out just like general. Uh, a general thought on everyone's mix. And uh, for for you, Ooh. I wrote, uh, well, I won't read all of it because I don't want to give it away, but uh, Matt taps into a tale of turmoil and the horrors of the USA and kind of an Americana meets terror approach. Uh, opening with Damn. Johnny Mathis tune instantly sets the mood that the X-Files band episode home delivered with a strong sense of dread. And then uh, uh, one of the songs I said takes center stage a little bit later, but I won't give it away right now. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, am i right in the kind of like this middle america horror of am i anywhere near that
3: oh yeah yeah no you, you're you're definitely right there um you know for me of course there's not been much scarier than you know just huh. existing in in this uh in this current environment so you know i i picked a lot of things that, that kind of cluster a- around those those feelings of uncertainty about the future and and, um, you know, just kind of the thing that everybody's experiencing together and, and yeah, you know, a lot of middle America or just kind of Americana themes, mm. um, and, 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 uh, themes of, of decline, uh, as well. The chorus to the pretenders is, uh, you know, Hey, ho way to go Ohio. And, uh, also from Ohio are, uh, bone thugs and harmony, which, uh, wait, do you skip I, Bob Dylan? Oh, I did skip Bob Dylan. I'm sorry. I I, I was so pleased with I my mean, yeah. Ohio I know connection. that is a good <laughs> transition. Uh, no, uh, but uh, also you know, kind of taking it down to a, a subdued vibe, but still a, a very um, you know sad, but but also scary vibe is the ballad of Hollis Brown, which is a a very um, you know kind of not run-of-the-mill uh but a uh, very standard you know early period bob dylan song it's on the times they are a-changing and it's just kind of a, a story song about a uh, a hard scrabble farmer named hollis brown who just can't make it and spin his last loan dollar on on seven shotgun shells uh blake do you, do you want to drop that clip here yeah. there's seven breezes blowing all around the cabin door
2: Seven shots ring out like the ocean's pounding roar.
3: And uh, what he does is he he kills his family and and the very last lyric it's my, one of my favorite Bob Dylan lyrics is uh, somewheres off in the distance there's seven new people born. You know, and I, I just really like that that kind of um homage to it or indication of, of reincarnation and and um you know kind of everything that, that um that, that entails and I I've just always thought this is a you know kind of a really uh unsettling song. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um I remember hearing this one back in the day and it being like one of the darkest Bob Dylan songs that's out there. And he's got some early ones that are like that. A Lonesome Death of Hattie Carroll and some others that are very dark and depressing. Yeah, I mean, I guess they are in that tradition of just murder ballads. ballads. Um, Quite literally. Yeah, but uh, very, yeah. It also sticks with that theme, uh, like Logan was pointing out, of the whole America and the kind of darker part of America that uh, Logan's Yeah, the kind of...
3: The side streets and the and, and the shadows. Yeah. Um, but, I, okay, and returning now to Ohio. Can I play it? Uh, Ho- Hollis Brown was from South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, drop that drop beat. Drop it. <laughs> drop it, Blake. <laughs> well, yeah, the beat, so to speak.
2: Pinty, are you with me? to know my Will I die of murder,
3: of love it and that that of course is uh cleveland's own uh bone thugs and harmony uh that is off of their debut creeping on a come up um i love bone thugs and harmony uh you know, and and I love this song. I've you know, as soon as I as I heard it, uh, I knew that it would be great for for a Halloween mix. Obviously, they're they're talking to Mister Ouija and you know, wondering if they're if they're gonna die in a murder, which you know was was a a, a real thing for those guys. I'm you know, as it was for 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 lots of people. Um, you know, and of course there there's the song Mo Murder. Um I didn't think that one fit as well with, with the Halloween, but um but but I definitely wanted to wanted to include that. I love those uh those wind noises as well. Yeah, so windy. <laughs> it's it's windy in Cleveland. The windy city.
2: I, I have to applaud you guys because I think one common theme for everyone's mix but mine is the <laughs> diversity of songs. <laughs> like, I feel like after hearing everyone else's, I was like, wow, you were I, diverse. I, I, I don't know. I pretty much stayed in a very specific lane, I feel like. And I, I, I just appreciated that all three of you had stuff like, you know, this that was, you know, delving into hip hop and some other things that is often underlooked when it comes to Halloween songs. I think when you think of Halloween music, people kind of gravitate towards more rock oriented stuff like your blue oyster cult. Don't fear the Reaper and that kind of <laughs> classic rock type stuff. And, and I, I really should be better about mining sort of the, the hip hop world for Halloween songs. And so this is a good example of that, that those songs are out there. I can't there. wait. I can't
0: wait to get to the, the hip hop world of Halloween songs, but that I, I won't give that away.
2: Yeah.
3: All right. And um, after Mr. Ouija. Uh, we're gonna go on the road Um, we're going back to uh, Hollis Brown was from South Dakota and uh, we're gonna go one state south of that to Nebraska Mm. and um, pick up uh, Bruce Springsteen he's on the road and hoping that a state trooper doesn't stop him you know uh, this one's off of Nebraska of course Uh, I really like this song it's it's another kind of vibe song it's not directly halloween related but he he's you know the only thing that he's got has been bothering him his whole life and he's got a clear conscience about the things that he's done but you don't really know what those things uh what those things are and and they might be bad because he's running from the cops so i, I you know I, I really like it and i i love the um the kind of shouts and howls uh at the uh at the very end yeah. um where he he kind of loses it. Does anyone else get startled by the by those yelps <laughs> Or was it just me? Uh,
1: no, I'm a grown man, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get scared I, at things like Bruce Springsteen. Neither did I. It I wasn't scared. It definitely is scared.
2: quiet. Uh, it's one of those. Yeah. I remember when I was playing it in the car. I'm like, is this? Is what's going on here? Like, I had to turn it up because <laughs> it's so quiet for so much of the song. Uh, and, and it definitely fits your theme though, Matt. Because what's more American than uh, the Boss? You know, than Bruce Springsteen, and he's talking about. Apparently killing some guy. So, you,
0: I, I've never been a Springsteen person, but I always I thought it was so weird that, that his entire thing is New Jersey, and then he does an album called Nebraska. So you guys probably know more about what that's about than me. It's for another day, Blake. Right. Does he know what? What does he know about
2: the Midwest? Who does he think he is? You know never what the mind. Midwest is. It's young and restless. It's Kanye West lyric. All right. All right. What's next, Matt? All right.
3: So uh he he's in he's in his car and uh-huh. we might know might not know how he got his car uh possibly uh Jesus might have built his hot rod. Uh next track is Ministry uh Jesus built my hot rod. This was a song that I didn't know until um really just a couple of weeks ago prepping for this album Ooh. and um you know, it's not a necessarily a direct Halloween line. He does talk about Satan, so that's uh, you, you know you got that going <laughs> for part. it. But uh, it's it's definitely <laughs> got that uh, that rock out Halloween uh, vibe. Uh, so do, do you want to drop that clip here? Yes, I very much do want to this drop that clip. That
0: drop that. Was ding
2: a ding dang.
0: The weird whispering. <laughs> shades of, of primus i won't lie
3: but. <laughs> oh yeah that that's true i i hadn't thought about and, that and
1: uh, uh, uh white zombie i get some white zombie yeah, in there too.
3: yeah yeah uh also um they that that vocal tick is um they, they kind of reference a uh bird is the word uh there, there's like a surf song that yeah. you know, the bird 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 is the word that that, that they kind of do. Um, I was really surprised, and I'd asked you guys, uh, you know, if anybody had included this on, on a mix previously, because I, I thought that maybe you had, I, and maybe I'm just remembering that that somebody had put some ministry on there, but, uh, I, you know, I, I thought it fit really well. It, it's a really fun track and, um, you know, kind of picks it back up after we've, uh, uh, you know, kind of been hanging out in, in Nebraska and in South Dakota. Uh, some. It kind of uh, ends the, the, the first kind of, phase of my mix which is more kind of personal uh personal apprehension i i guess and um we move right into kind of more of a fantasy where uh perry farrell is wondering whether or not we're gonna make great pets for aliens <laughs> uh next track is porno for pyros uh pets which i didn't know was a perry farrell project uh perry farrell of course uh from uh jane's addiction previously uh, did, did you guys know this song you guys uh porno for pyro's heads i wouldn't say i'm a hell but them. i've heard I it and
2: heard this yeah i've heard this one as well uh, also not a porno head um, <laughs> but i, I but what do you think song. about the band i i don't know I, this is the only porno for pyro song i actually know it's the one i knew it before this but it's the only one i know and this was one when i heard it matt i was like why didn't I think of that? <laughs> this is I, it, it. Does fit very well as a Halloween song. Um, I thought it was
0: interesting how much you you all did alien stuff, and I, I I I didn't even think to include that sort of thing. I don't think.
3: Well, and I I also I liked it because that that first bass note. I thought that I I was I thought it might work as a as a as a fake out because you might think that it was uh, one of these days the the Pink Floyd song Uh, because it's got that same kind of delayed bass intro notes. I I
1: exactly thought that. I was like, wow, this is kind of Pink (laughs) Floyd-esque.
2: It's
0: got a... Quite a vibe that that hits different
3: yeah it does it it's kind of the one i think that that's not like the other tracks but but i Mm -hmm. i I liked it and it kind of you know bridges between uh that that first half and and that second half of of the record um if i could say this one
1: go ahead i think that it worked for me um after a few listens because at first it, it took me off guard i was like huh this is weird i don't know i didn't get the connection um but then i actually did start thinking about i'm like i wonder if they're just talking about like you know if aliens needed pets and so if it got through to me is what i'm saying is that i think it it (laughs) (laughs) it it did it did its job
3: yeah good deal all right well and and i knew you guys would be down for the next one uh we're kind of moving from from the personal to the the societal uh and uh next track um i i thought about different david bowie tracks i thought about Ste- uh, speed of sound from from low just because i love that song and it's kind of it, got
1: antagonize josh
2: <laughs> i still have oh, I've, I've, I've yet, yet to like make up one. my mind about low it's it's still a work in progress for me jury's out folks jury's jury's out, out still well we live in a
3: society <laughs> that, that that is that is what i hear uh, on the internet's, um but uh I instead went with the uh, David Bowie Trent Reznor collaboration uh, yes. I'm Afraid of Americans which uh, I think everybody is is certainly afraid of certain Americans uh, you know right now and, and that, that definitely vibed with me uh, the song itself ha- has a very kind of you know sinister Halloween vibe uh, do, do you want to drop that clip yeah, in
0: I do want to drop it because I love it so much I'm Afraid of America.
2: Of the world'm can't
0: help it. I'm I can't. that Reznor guitar with 5,000 fuzz pedals oh, my man. god
1: it's just Love heaven it. or hell yep it's fat fat as hell is what it <laughs> is so
2: good <laughs> I
3: P-H-A-T.
2: think this uh this might have been the first or one of the first David Bowie songs I ever heard. <laughs> Because Probably me too. My brother had this CD because he was a big Marilyn Manson Nine Inch Nails guy, and I remember he bought this album when it came out, um, and I remember listening to this song. So I think this is my first exposure to David Bowie was uh, via "I'm Afraid of Americans," but it's another one that. I ah, wish I would have thought of it because it's it's a great choice, Matt. It's a great <laughs> Halloween choice. I actually had it on a different playlist I have on Spotify on my Fourth of July playlist, but you're not wrong. It also <laughs> works for a Halloween playlist as well.
1: Yeah, I was definitely pumped to hear hear this song when it came on, uh, and that was the song I was referring to in in the little uh, review yeah. that I wrote. Yeah. That yeah, I was I was here for it's this. It's like content. a centerpiece. Yep. Exactly. We'll talk about some centerpieces later, too. Oh, Good, yeah. Good word, Blake. Good work. All word. right.
3: Thank you. Well, we've been to Ohio, <laughs> and we've been to South Dakota and Nebraska, and now we're going to go to California Uber alleys. I always pronounce it like Uber Alice. But
0: yeah, it's Uber Alice. I, I, I don't know. Alice, it, did, I, well, I, it's German, you know, whatever.
2: California. California,
3: Ubalis, California, I Ubalis, Ubalis, California, Ubalis, California. yeah i love this song too. i love the dead kennedys Me too. uh it's got tritone um you know a flatted five a flatted third and the one so you know that just it just sounds sinister um i I had a really hard time, you know, picking a clip that was going to be short enough to be usable because I just, I just want the whole song. I, I want the chorus. I want the breakdown. You want the I beginning. You know, Yeah. Um, I, I just, you know, really, I, I, I've listened to the song probably 25 times in, uh, in preparation, uh, for, for this, you know, obviously there, there's allusions to, um, you know, fascism and, and, uh, you know what and we're going to do would still be all that relevant. <laughs> he, he was governor of California again of the state of the state of the state of the state of the in like the state of 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 the
2: of the of it was the Onion the had the headline about, Please no one tell G- Jello Biafra about podcast <laughs> like like that's the last thing we need he'll never stop talking like oh, Jello Biafra just will talk endlessly
3: <laughs> but uh yeah I-, I love the song I probably my favorite part is is uh the uh, knocking at your front door snap. Da- da- uh, it it just it just everything comes together so well uh, for this song. Um, You know, it's got the military uh, snare on the, on the outro. I, I just, I just can't say enough, enough good things about this. Hell yeah. So things obviously haven't been going well in in California. What with the Alice and, and and everything, Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like we're living uh, during wartime. And uh, this is the, the companion to Josh's uh, the air. Uh, I picked "Life During Wartime" also from "Fear of Music," uh, which is another um, another song that's kind of been you know in my head for several months. You know, you know uh, now with uh, with everything going on, uh, you know, it's got lyrics about they're saying no party. Uh, <laughs> you know, having having peanut butter for a couple of days and. Um, you know, heard about some gravesites out by the highway. Uh, but my, you know, the best lyric, my favorite, of course, is you uh, ain't got no records to play. I got some
0: been so darn danceable <laughs> <laughs>
3: it, and it's got that same halloween synth uh that, that we oh, hear yeah. on uh on air on the air as well that really cheesy cheesy synth tune but yes uh very danceable uh wartime i, I
2: have to point out uh it, the stop making sense version of that is is also very yes good. Possibly superior w- version, but I, I do. Yeah, that's a great song, Um and it definitely fits your theme, Matt. I hadn't really thought about David Byrne. Actually, there's another. Have you ever heard "Nothing But Flowers"? The Talking Heads song. I love nothing. That's but another Flowers. good kind of post-apocalyptic. It's a different view. It's it's sort of a. It's also very upbeat, but it's about you know living in a post-apocalyptic uh nature lifestyle and wishing you could go back to all the malls and parking lots and everything
3: so we've been we've been pretty heavy uh you know d- dealing with some uh some pretty major themes i i figured that listeners might need a break so um next track is uh black mountainside which is off of led zeppelin one it's an instrumental track and you know it's 100 percent vibe you know no no definite uh halloween connections other than being uh you know a song by jimmy page which kind of you know brings an inherent uh I, degree of of spookiness i, I do
2: have one i'll get to it here in a little bit My my thing was, uh, if you've ever seen Song Remains the Same, the Led Zeppelin concert movie, the scene when they introduced Jimmy Page... Uh, they're they're kind of creeping through the woods. You know what I'm talking about. It's like a camera, like it's a shoulder cam cre- creeping through the woods. And I believe Black Mountainside is playing. It's an instrumental Led Zeppelin song. But when it finally gets to Jimmy Page, who's sitting by a pond playing a hurdy gurdy, he turns around and his eyes are glowing red. <laughs> so that's so, that's sort of Halloween like uh, in a way, yeah. thriller or precursor. Yeah. Um,
0: can you tie this to uh, uh an American geographical place? Where are the Black Mountains anyway?
3: Uh well I don't know if there's any specific <laughs> Black Mountains in in America, you know, right. there's there's plenty of mountains though and sure. and I know lots of, you know, kind of Scots Irish folks migrated to the uh uh the Appalachians and and I kind of, you know, it feels like a very Appalachian, you it know, t- folk song to me. I agree with that. Um, yeah. You know, or Appalachian, you know, just like it could be an English folk song, um, which I'm I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's just some uh, standard or or old folk song that that they kind of polished up. That was kind of their mood. How how dare you (laughs)
2: criticize Led Zeppelin for (laughs) cribbing from other artists? They would never do such a thing.
3: Never, never, never. Well, I, I can tell you who definitely didn't uh crib from any other artists that I'm aware of. Uh, and that is um our uh, local uh music entrance to my mix. Um I've talked about this band before uh on our Incesticide. Uh, Album, But it's El Minotaur, which is a band that played here in Springfield uh, when we were all kind of right out of high school and playing in bands that that we knew well and played shows with. Uh, The song's called Calculon, uh, parenthetically, and on and on and on. And um, it's a song about two murderous robots who fight in a robot war. And let's hear about it.
0: I remember seeing this performed live a good thirty to forty times at least. Wow, so uh, much fun! Did you
1: record? Were you involved in recording? I don't this?
0: Ha- I was not involved with the recording of this. No, I, I wish it, it it holds up like I, I I wish I knew exactly, you know what what went into it, but it sounds good.
1: I remember that, seeing them play yeah. this live at billiards for sure.
3: Yeah, I saw them so many times. Well, they were a great band, and you know, one of their members isn't with us anymore, and you know, we we, we miss them a lot, and, and and I wish that I I would you know have another chance to tell them how much I like his record, uh, because it's the whole record's great, and um, I you know I'll see about getting it up and available uh for folks, uh, because you know pe- people need people need to be able yes. to hear it. These um, are
2: Springfield legends. I, I by the way, I think I'd be remiss to not mention Calculon is also a character on Futurama. It is a murderous Correct. robot on Futurama. So I think he was making a reference to that uh, particular robot. But yeah, I think he made up the rest of it um, about <laughs> Vallantron or whatever. Valantron. Yeah. But Calculon definitely, I think, is from Futurama. Was he murderous on the show? You know what? Actually, I don't know. Jason, I, I could have seen cool. Jason, though, who was the person that wrote the song, watching like a little bit of a Futurama episode and then just writing yeah. this song based on what he yeah. you assumed. Know, I don't assumed. think it was really
3: related, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, except for the name, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, it, it's Robot Wars and uh that takes us into uh my closing track um you know which kind of I, I this was another one that I knew for a long time was going to be on the mix uh you know it's got the Halloween vibe, it's got the Halloween lyrical content and it's it's kind of um general enough to kind of serve as as an overall capstone to my anxious and and uh and an apprehensive uh set of songs here uh and it's 100 years by the cure uh it's the the intro the the, op- the opening track to their 1981 album uh pornography and 82 ever since i heard this song or is he it it, excuse 82, me 82. i think you you may be right but um this song just just sounds sinister and creepy and and i i definitely want to do to include it uh we want to Drop that clip. Yeah, it's got quite a vibe. <laughs> that slide is, is, is everything the drum machine works really well. Uh, I saw some live clips of this where, where they're playing with it. And, uh, you know, Robert Smith's playing a jazz master and it, it just, it's just such a neat, such a neat song that that riff is such a vibe. And, um, and I, I think the, you know, I'm sometimes drum machine averse, but I, but I think in this case, they, it really, really fits and locks in with, with, with the rest of, uh, uh of the instruments. Yeah. I like it here. You You don't hear a
0: whole lot of drum machine with the cure usually but it works on this one
1: had some cure overlap again
0: we did i yeah there is some cure elsewhere and there had there has been in past years as well there they can be a spooky band when they want to (laughs) be
1: now this song uh pretty much uh i think of like welcome to hell this is the song that's playing
0: (laughs) 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 oh my
2: god that's so accurate Hell sounds like,
1: sweet. Here's your brochure. Welcome
2: <laughs> to Hell. Oh, well, no, do like we want to Yeah, that's Do we want to kind of uh, give our overall thoughts on on Matt's uh, mix here?
0: Yeah. yeah. what's the uh banger,
2: banger. <laughs> Uh I think you for banger you got to go with Calculon. Um even though not a lot of people know it, it just it's it, it kicks so much ass. Uh but that El Minotaur song Calculon is my choice for a banger as far as my don't sleep on it i you know i don't know the one that i probably would actually go to sleep on would be the bruce springsteen one no no offense uh to you matt it's <laughs> no, it's no. just such a slow one but i mean it is a good song but just thematically uh it's but it, that's not the point with don't sleep on it but um it is a good song so i guess if you were kind of skipping over it because it's so quiet you're missing out on yeah. a creepy ambiance that bruce springsteen puts out there and then, uh, as far as a cover goes, I mean, obviously, covering 100 years would be pretty sweet. Um, I think everybody would be down for that, pretty much. I, but uh, anyway, those are those it's are my very, choices. It's very long.
1: I also had that as uh, my cover, Josh. Um, I'll go go backwards, uh, but yeah, I would cover the Cure. Um, and like I said, I didn't skip over anybody's songs, and I enjoyed all of it. Um, but I I was kind of in the same camp with you, Josh, as far as the Springsteen. And I usually am kind of that way with Dylan, too. Um, but I, I, I did like how it worked on your mix. Um, I would not sleep on the Dead Kennedys song. And the banger for me um, is I'm Afraid of Americans. Yeah. Very
0: good. I'm Afraid of Americans. Gotta be the banger. Gotta be. Because... Because Jesus Built My Hot Rod was my runner-up for Banger. I'm going to call it Don't Sleep On It. Um, And I would cover California Uber Alice, which is a song I've wanted to cover in, in, in past bands for a long time. Never actually did. Maybe someday I'll get around to it.
3: I, I can confirm that that I can do the Jello Biafra voice. Oh, so I, I am 100%. wait.
2: Are you, does that mean if we covered it, you get to prowl the stage
3: like Jello Biafra,
2: <laughs> like rubbing your hands? You can't.
3: And- you don't get to play
0: guitar. <laughs> hey, everybody! Your favorite drummer Blake here. Thank you for listening to the first half of our Halloween mixtape roundup. We're calling it Season of the Mix. Next week, we're going to drop the second half on you. That's my mix and Logan's mix. We decided to split it up into two episodes because uh, we talked about four hours here, and we thought that was a big ask of our listeners in one sitting. So I hope you enjoyed this surprise Halloween drop, and look for the conclusion next time on the normal discographology drop day. That's Wednesdays, FYI. You can play along at home by searching more of that on Spotify, where Josh has made a giant playlist of all our Halloween mixes throughout history. We also have the individual playlists from this year up on YouTube. If you want to know where to find those, you know what? Hit us up on Twitter at DiscoGraphPod. I'm going to force you to interact with us. I want to thank those of you who have reached out to say you're enjoying the podcast because it really does mean everything. And if you want to express your enjoyment, rate and review us, if you would, on your favorite podcast app, or follow us on the aforementioned Twitter account. Okay, I've talked long enough, so you'll hear from us once more before Halloween, and then after that, we'll finish up Heim. Sound good? Sweet. Until next time, always remember to listen to music.
3: I was working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the
0: match.
2: He did the monster, match. the monster match It was a graveyard smash A-U-X Ox Audio